Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your health, fitness, mind and body from where you are right now to where it is that you truly want to get to. And this morning I am recording this to you uh, live from the, the car. I've got a a pretty hectic schedule today and uh, trying to fit everything in and uh, just dropped off my youngest, sorry, my eldest daughter to school and my youngest is on a school camp for for the week, uh, having some fun there, I hope. And so today's topic, I'm coaching a number of people at the moment that from time to time they can get stuck and my job as a coach is to help people get unstuck. So here's some of the, the trends that I see in people's behaviours. And tell me if you can relate to any of these in uh, people that uh, you see, observe, friends, family members, or maybe you see it in yourself. I see the exercise regime start to drop away from what it normally was. So, for instance, if it's uh, people that train with me, if they're doing group sessions, then I notice that they've gone from attending, you know, two or three sessions a week to maybe one a week to then maybe it's once every fortnight, um, that kind of behaviour. So that's the first thing that I noticed, that the, they're just not being as regular as they were before. And uh, the next thing is that when they do turn up to those sessions, particularly group sessions, one-on-one's different because I can, like it's all the sessions all focused about that person and I can be honing my attention. But when it's a group session and there's multiple people there, it's not so easy to, uh, you know, to have those, call out those one-on-one sort of behaviours. And... I notice that the, the intensity, the focus uh, starts to wane a little. They become more social and more interested in the social aspect of the training as opposed to actually let's get in and get the work done. Seeming a little bit more lazy, I'll, I'll say. Hard work to get them to move during the session. And then with that normally comes um, some poorer eating, choices, um, you know, less routine, uh, a drifting of the mindset. And so I was doing a session with um, uh, one of my uh, PT clients last night and uh, this discussion came up because um, she jumped on the scale, she was very unhappy with the result that she got and she said to me, look, I need to start doing some more accountability sessions with you and coming more here and remove myself from the group training for a bit because I'm finding that I'm just not enjoying that as much and I just need more accountability. She says, I need to invest more in my health. And so we explored a little bit about what's going on for her. And this is somebody that when she first came to me, wanted to lose 50 kilos, around around 50 kilo mark. Uh, She lost 20 and then she started to slip backwards 
uh, a little, not completely, uh, but a little over uh, towards the end of COVID and then uh, through December, January as we came out of COVID and I guess feeling like uh, she needed to let her hair down a little um, is considered an essential uh, like services worker, so has been working right through the pandemic without a break like um, you know many of us. Um, but doing a lot of hours as well, a lot of traveling and, um, and just felt that she probably needed to let her hair down. Now, when I saw her, I hadn't seen her in a couple of weeks and she's got a lot going on. Um, so she's got some, some family, extended family issues. Um, somebody's very unwell. Um, she's kind of the only support person for that person. Uh, looking to um, sell the house um, having her own, you know, battles with her own journey. Uh, work's really busy. She's uh, working away from home. She's responsibilities for work have increased. Uh, you know, struggles with um, just stuff that comes up uh, relationship-wise, and you know, just uh, the day-to-day things that can can arise. And she said, oh, "I I just don't know." She said, "Oh, you know, I'll get there. I'll get there." Now, this is what often a lot of people say. Oh, yeah, I'll get there, I'll get there. But they're not actually doing anything to get there. They just say, oh, yeah, I'll get there. Almost like it's some sort of distraction to say, well, yeah, I'll get there one day, but you're not there right now. And you're not taking the action right now to move you to that one day that you're creating in your mind. And so we, um, I let her talk and talk about all the things that were going on and I said to her here's the thing I said from my experience life has a way of showing things to us in a way that we don't necessarily understand sometimes and it can be frustrating but it happens in this way for a reason and I said right now I want you to look at it like this that life is presenting these challenges to you right now, all around you, all the other stuff around your weight loss challenge as a test for you right now. Because your whole life, you've created a story for yourself as to why you can't achieve what it is that you want to achieve with your, your health and your body transformation. You've made up stuff as to why you can't achieve those things and she's nodding her head and I said so what if you knew because I said I know because I've seen this hundreds thousands of times before but I said what if you just took a step backwards from all this for a moment and said or just understood that if you achieved your health fitness, body transformation, if you achieve that, that all of a sudden, all of this other stuff that you've got going on in your life right now, all those other things that you've mentioned, I said, they become lighter. And I said, once you connect with that and understand that that will become lighter and they'll become easier and less effortless, and I said, I'll tell you why in a second, but I said, that's what I want you to start to think about. Because 
if you've always been focused on everything else that's going on around you and you're creating these reasons for yourself as to why you can't get to where it is that you want to and oh you know once this sorts itself out I'll be right and then I can work on it or once I'm not traveling so much then I'll be right once the house is sold then it'll be right once the uncle or auntie or family member or whatever is better then I can work on that I said that's always been your life story as far as your your health wellness goes and I said unfortunately the reality is that you will always have something else around you that is going to distract you from where it is that you want to get to that's just the way it is we never just have one thing to work on we never um, get to a place where we don't have anything going on in our life I mean I look at my own life and I think I'm in like I have a blessed life I I think and the way that I um, you know the way that I live the way that I look after myself the way that um, you know I look after the kids and grow my business and serve people and everything I mean I love I love my life but am I without challenges? No. I mean, there's challenges every day. And even if I get everything else around me that I can control working right, there's still going to be things that I can't control. So like if the kids, if the kids aren't feeling good right now, then you know, that comes back to me. Like I feel it. So I think, man, what can I, what can I be doing? Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, my um, the car in front wasn't moving had to honk the horn Uh, my eldest daughter so she's 15 years old and we were having a bit of a heart to heart the other day and I mean if you've got any teenage kids or teenage girls I'm sure you can relate to this a lot of the time they you know they don't want to talk to you and stuff and you've got to give them the space and we were just having a talk and I could tell she was a little bit down and um, I said you know is there anything you'd like to talk about and she said, no. I said, okay. I said, look, that's okay. I said, well, tell me this. I said, if, if you were ever in a place where, you know, you were in trouble or there was something really bothering you, would you tell me? And she said, no, probably not. And in that moment, I immediately thought, how have I failed as a father? Like, what have I done to not make her feel or allow her to feel comfortable and safe enough to be able to tell me anything? And in that moment, I was a little bit heartbroken because I thought, wow, you know, we, we just don't know the impact that we have on our kids. We just don't know what's, you know, everything that's going on in their life as much as we would like to. Like when they go to school, there's a big chunk of the day where we're not with them. Um, and I thought, wow, you know, that's, that's really powerful, isn't it? So it just made me, a tune I had a chat with her mum and, and uh, told her the story and said, look, maybe, uh, you know, you just need to, I didn't say it like this, but maybe she needs to step up a little bit in terms of having conversations with her because, um, you know, maybe she feels more comfortable, you know, woman to woman uh, talking as opposed to telling, telling me. And I think sometimes with both of my kids, I think, 
perhaps they perceive me as setting such high standards for myself and living the way that I do that they feel under pressure, even though I don't place pressure on them. Well, not like I don't, not purposefully, but maybe there's this um, intrinsic stress, perhaps, or pressure that they feel that they need to live up to my expectations because of the way that I live and the way that I perform. Maybe. Um, so, of course, that's something that, that you know, I think about and that troubles me. So, we've all got stuff. But I said to her, you're always going to have things that are going to be going on in your life. And I said, life is giving all of this to you again right now, perhaps for this reason. For you for, to realise that this is your time. This is your time to get it right. This is your time to realize that, yes, this is the way your life always is. I'm always going to present you with stuff that you aren't necessarily going to like, stuff that you aren't necessarily, pardon me, going to understand, but it's just the way life is, baby. (laughs) And you've got a choice here. You can keep going the way that you are and living the way that you are and continue to be dissatisfied with the level of health and the body that you've got and keep making up these stories that, oh, well, I'll get to it when this is ready, but when's that going to be? Or you can say, right, now's the time. And I said, here's the reason why you haven't been able to achieve what it is that you want to achieve. I said, you continuously put your work, family, other stuff ahead of your health and wellness. I said, for you to really get this, you need to put your health as number one and realize that when you start to focus on that and when you start to achieve what it is that you want, I said, that is when all this other stuff becomes lighter. And I said, why? Because I said, you're in a situation right now where you don't know what you don't know. And I said, if I could right now take an injection and inject you with my energy, my focus, my mindset, my health, and you could just go bang, just like that, and feel it instantly what I have running through my body, I said, in that situation, you'd be like, oh, wow, is that what more energy feels like? Is that what that level of focus looks like? Is that what that mindset looks like. And I said, they come to me because of the way that I live my health and fitness life. And I said, the trouble is, you don't know what that feels like. But I said, I'm telling you, when you get there, your life will change. And these other things, because of what you've done, the steps that you've taken, the action that you've taken to get to where it is that you want to get to, that's why the rest of this other stuff becomes lighter. Because in order to change your body, in order to lose 50 kilos, I mean, she's got another like 35 to go. In order to do that, that takes significant effort. It takes significant commitment. And I said, if you do that, you'll notice how much you need to change in you to be able to get that to happen. And sometimes it's not a massive change. They're just slight changes. And I could see her getting more and more excited as I was talking about all this because it was resonating with her and she was realizing, yeah, that that is what I've always done. And I said, here is your number one ticket as to how to get there. 
because I said, it's easy to say, I've got to change it to put it as a priority. But I said, you must, you must change as a priority. I said, you will never change. And I said, look, I'm not saying this to be cruel, but I said, this is your reality. I said, you've lived your life this way your whole life. And you've got a whole bunch of insecurities and stories that you tell yourself as to why you are where you are. But the reality is, you really don't like it. But now's the time to shift it. And I said, here's the number one thing that's going to change it. I said, you have not clearly articulated what you want. You have in some depth, but I said, not completely enough. And I said, here's the one thing that you definitely haven't done, like strongly enough. And I said, that is to be very, very clear about why you want this. And she said, yeah, look, I started to do that with that exercise you gave me. And I said, yeah, but I said, you obviously haven't done it strong enough because if you had, you wouldn't be in the position you are right now. And it's not just because other stuff is going on in your life. It's because you haven't articulated it. And she started to walk through some of the things that she'd said before. She said, oh, I listen to your podcasts and I I hear you say about, um, you know, your your poor family tree of health and, you know, that drives you and stuff. And she says, look, I've got uh, my family, they've got, uh, you know, they're overweight and, um, you know, they've uh, been smokers and done all this and, uh, you know, high cholesterol. But I said, they've lived to like 100 or in their late 90s and all that kind of stuff. And she said, so that doesn't do it for me. And I said, that's okay. I said, but that, that's just one element. I said, for me, that resonated with me. But that's not necessarily going to resonate for you. And obviously it doesn't. But I said, you need to write all these things down. And I said, go back to what you wrote down and keep writing. Because I said, it took me 32 statements before I really came to the fact, yes, that is it. That is the reason why I do what I do and why this is so important for me. I said, it didn't just come at number one or number two or number 10 or number 30. It came at number 32. That's a lot of statements. But I said, you've got to get yourself in the zone. You've got to place yourself in a distraction-free environment where you've got some time. You're not pressured for time. And you just write and you write and you write. And I said, the one you just told me then, I said, that will lead to that next point. And I said, maybe for you, it's in this space. And I said, think about being sexy. And I said, I don't think about what your husband thinks because her husband's overweight. I said, he doesn't care in the nicest possible way. He doesn't care what you look like because if you're slim or if you're overweight, he's going to love you anyway. And he's going to probably think you're sexy either way. So that's not going to be the driver. I said, it's got to be the driver within you and to what you perceive as sexy, whether it's a certain look, whether it's what you imagine other people to think looking at you. Like, do you want to be in a two-piece bathing suit and say, wow, I feel unbelievable. And people say, wow, you look incredibly sexy. Is that going to drive you? For some people, that would not drive them. For other people, that would be like, oh, yeah, that would really move me. So I said, you've got to think about your health. You've got to think about your body. You've got to connect with why those things are so important to you and dig a little bit deeper. I said, maybe that's not it. 
and you just got to keep digging. But that's the point. You've got to keep digging. And the only reason you will is if you shift your health from, say, number four priority to number one. And then every day, that little inner voice that you've got, and she's got lots of time, just like we all do. We have lots of moments in time where whether you're traveling or whatever and you're talking to yourself, I said, use those moments to dig into why you want to do this, why it's so important to you. So I said, until you really connect with that really strongly, you will never achieve what it is that you truly want to. And as heartbreaking as that may sound, that's the damn truth. And this is why most people never change. So I tell you that story because... I'm sure many of you can relate to it. Maybe yours isn't a 50 kilo journey. Maybe yours is a 10 kilo journey. Maybe yours is a five kilo journey. And you've picked up a book that, or read something that says that last five kilos is the hardest to lose. I would say that that's a myth. But if you tell yourself that that's the reason, because, oh, yeah, everybody says the last five, and again, Five kilos for a lot of people is not a lot. You can be so close to five kilos that it really doesn't matter. Whether you achieve it or not, it doesn't really matter. So you're focusing on the wrong thing. You've got to focus on something different so that it drives you and thrives you and excites you and takes your life to a whole other level. So if you want to connect with me, go to the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com Scroll to the bottom, opt in for a free consultation and I would love to start a conversation with you. Let's connect and let's see if we can make a difference to your life. Stay safe. I'll see you tomorrow.